Open Skype. Hello. Hey man, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Can you see me? I can see you. Can you see me? Not yet, nah. What have I got to do? That there. There you go. Beauty. Never right. done this before, so it's the first time. That's all good. Let me. I'll just um. Let me just try turn my camera, um, my phone rather, and see if we get. If it. There we go. That's better. Yes. Sweet. Hang on a sec. Let me just adjust it now. What's that racing shirt behind you there? Oh, it's for JDRF. All right. Foundation. Oh, okay. So it's a jersey I won the other night at an event, or optioned for an event, so... Yep. Yeah, would you prefer to take it down? Nah, mate, nah, sure, leave it up, it's good. It's, yeah. um... And the, vo and the volume's okay? Yeah, volume sounds good. Yeah. Um, I think I can just hear, the only thing, I, I can hear an echo of my own voice, I think. Yeah, I think I can. Um... Just trying to think if that's going to be if that's going to affect what what are have, have you just got like Apple headphones or something or I do but the only problem because I'm on my iPad Pro yep I'd have to change to my phone so I can plug them into it oh yep you haven't because I'm a, you got a new port on the iPad Pros oh right like headphones into them yep yep okay um that's cool we'll see I'm just wondering why it's echoing. Hang on, and I'm trying to think. Oh, actually, it shouldn't be a problem because I, because I'm recording the sound um, on my mic. So I think that. Um, let me think. Uh, yeah, it should be fine. Actually, no, it, it'll be sweet. Yeah, we'll be able to work it out. That's cool. All right. Um, let me just make set this this uh, camera up a bit because I had it set the other way because I did one a couple of days ago and I set it up like this and then the bloke his was like this and yeah, it's always yeah, it's always okay. the case. So that's fine. Oh yeah. Just trying to adjust it because that looks like I'm on the piss there. <laughs> so. Yeah, set up however yeah. you want. Your lighting seems to be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Let me just see. I think that's fine. And then I just need to move my little questions thing up a bit higher so I can read them. Um. Okay. Hang on. Yeah, that looks pretty good there. I think you're. Yours is um, you're a little bit too off to one side now. Just go standard. Yeah, that's cool. That looks good. The frame. Yeah, that's sweet. All right, good to go. I'll just have a drink of water. Having a beer, are you? No, no, not yet. Not yet. We I usually well sometimes um we do beer reviews as well like at the start, but um I just. At this one because we haven't prepared like a, it's been sort of a bit of a rush one I haven't really prepared for it but um yeah are there always the better ones mate yeah it's a good way to start it eh? oh what's the unprepared ones yeah that's right well you, yeah I, every single one I do mate are really good they are always um I don't know I, there's always something I don't expect or I learn something new it's they're always really good I, I enjoy yeah. doing this yeah um yeah. I'm just making sure I got no Notifications and stuff gonna pop up during the interview. Um, Do you want me so to that's turn good. Mine off too? 
If yeah, I mean if if you do have like a, a so, do not disturb mode, that usually helps. Yeah. Okay, I'll see if I can. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My phone's on silent. Recording. Is that your bike behind you there? Is it? I just started recording too. By the way, you'll probably see a little message pop up, but that's fine. Yeah, you're right. Um, is that your bike behind there? Is it? Pagey. Uh, one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. So do you, you race and stuff? Do you? Yeah, I do a bit of riding, mate. Not as much as I used to do. Right. Um, only because of the work commitments, etc. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, we'll get underway. I'll start like an introduction, and then we'll introduce you, and we'll just start chatting, and then just yeah. see where it goes. Is there is there anything else? Is there anything that you wanted to um include that we haven't brought up yet, or anything you thought about? Yeah. Couldn't really couldn't answer them all at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll do Yeah, yeah. Employees. Sure, so sure. Probably one or two little stories, but nothing um, really significant, I suppose. But sure, that's fine. I suppose in the other areas, we'll touch base on different things and go from there. Yeah, yeah, so. sure, mate. You'll you'll think of things as you go, as you like. Usually, I find when I start the interviews myself, and usually the person I'm interviewing, you start off like a little bit nervous and stuff, and then as you relax up, you start thinking about more things to talk about and stuff. So it's all good. Um, yeah. All right, let me just see. So that's recording. Sounds good. Hang on. Just check that's on. Yep, all right. Cool. So just, just read my introduction quickly, just so I remember it. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Good to go? Yeah, mate. All good. Cool. All right. Welcome to this week's episode of Fit for FIFO. I'm Jason, your host, and today we're meeting a man who's worked in heavy industry and mine, including mining uh, as a diesel fitter, and as you'll hear, he's worked all over, now running his own business and living true to his motto, anything, anywhere, anytime. Thanks for coming on the show, Darcy. Thanks for the invitation, mate. <laughs> no worries. Uh, firstly, mate, I'll um, just share with with the listeners uh, where they can find both of us um, and follow us. So for us, you can get us on uh, the main social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. We're also on Spotify and iTunes for those who prefer podcast. And Darcy, yourself, where can um, our listeners find you, mate, and follow you? Um, mainly Facebook and Instagram. Um, right. I'm in the process at the moment of doing website. Business, but yep. sort of just finding time and whatnot to do it. it um, yeah. Eventually, there will be a um, website, so stay tuned. But yeah, for now, it's just mainly Instagram and Facebook. Sure, sure. And uh, what's your tag name there or your, your username on Instagram? Um, my personal one is DW Pagey. Yep. Um, or my business one is Diesel Powered Services. Right. Um, or DPS. Cool. My main slogan, I suppose. All right, cool. So, mate, firstly, I'll get you to tell us a bit about where you grew up and um, how you became a diesel fitter. Yep, okay. So, um, born and bred in Alice Springs. Um, my mum 
mum's originally from Alice Springs, my dad is from down uh, Adelaide. Um, yeah. I'm one of four boys. Um, I'm number three. I've got two elder brothers and one younger brother. Yeah. Um, so, born, yeah, obviously born in Alice Springs, grew, grew up in Alice Springs, um, all my schooling in Alice Springs. Um, and it was, you know, Alice Springs is a, is a lovely place. Um, it has its pros and cons like everywhere. But growing up, the freedom um, and everything, like, I suppose like a small country town would give you, mm-hmm. um, was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I don't regret that for a second. You know, people, people sort of say to you, you know, why Alice Springs or... You know, we didn't get Miss Adelaide or places like that. Um, but no, like it's um, it was brilliant. It was, you know, you go five kilometres any direction and you can pretty much do what you want. Yeah, right. There's no sort of boundaries or, you know, there's all farms and stations, but they're pretty. As long as you respect them and, and respect their sort of land and whatnot, you you pretty much can do whatever you like. So um, it was it was a, it was brilliant growing up there. Yeah. Um, I was sort of there, um, did my three apprenticeships there. Um, when I turned 21, I sort of moved down to Adelaide, um, and I've been down here sort of ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, but the majority of my work sort of still takes me back to Alice Springs in Northern Territory. Yeah, right. Which is sort of the best of both worlds at the moment. Right, So, right. Um, so grow- yeah. growing up in Alice, does that sort of tie into how you became a diesel fitter, would you say, diesel mechanic? Or oh, you said, sorry, you said three three apprenticeships or three trades? So, This is all still in Alice, was it? This is all still in Alice, mate. Yeah. I, did, I did pretty much everything in Alice. Right. Um, and I, I, by that time, I'd sort of changed a few different employees. Um, I tend to get bored, well, not necessarily bored, but I, I lose sort of interest. And I, if, if I'm not learning, yep. I, I just I like to constantly be learning. Yeah. Um, whether that's a different employer or a different machinery or a different... Um, yeah. So I sort of didn't... I'm skilled and did my... Yeah, heavy vehicle um, transport, yep. and then when I was at TAFE, I sort of had the opportunity to upskill again and do my mobile plant, so that okay. sort of qualifies as all your mining equipment, yep. all your tracks and track machines, um, 
And how, how long extra, once you've done your first light vehicle um, apprenticeship, how long extra was each one? Right, um, wow. Yeah, so because it was another couple of years to do the transport and then there was extra modules on top of that to do the um, plant side of things. Right. But it was sort of because they used to be joined. They mm-hmm. used to be combined. Yep. But now it's sort of split. So you either do your road transport or you do your mobile plant. Yep. Um, and at the time when I did my road transport, a few mates of mine were doing their mobile plant mm-hmm. and it just seemed like they were a lot more sought after. Right. And, um, Yep. Um, it's just that bit of paper that says yeah. So yep, yep. I thought, you know what, I think it would really benefit in doing that. So I spent the time in putting the training and, and mm-hmm. did the mobile plant also. And sort of since then, I've never looked back. Nice. I'm really glad I did it. Um, yep. I don't regret people say, you know, why don't you just do your heavy diesel to start with? Mm. Um, but, if, you know, from time to time, I do enjoy going back and working on vehicles. Yeah, um, right. Cars, full drives, that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, right. Um, sort of pros and cons of both, mate. Yeah, and so, you were saying to me that you do work, at, like in your business, you work on a massive range of different um, equipment, though for, for just in general, for someone who works as a um, diesel fitter um, or plant, well, like uh, someone with a ticket on their plant equipment, what sort of equipment are they usually working on um, and do, what sort of work is it? I, I, I suppose it depends on the company, depends on the right. site. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Um, 992 loaders and sort of the, the, the real big gear yep. um, but it just depends on the side I suppose to what they use um, to the company they work for yep. um, all that other sort of things you know where, where you get more base back in sort of I suppose Adelaide or whatnot, and you could be with a truck company where you just road trains yep. um, trailers mm-hmm. you know it's different people like different things some people love working on trucks some people love working on the plant side of things yeah, yeah. I sort of, and right now I'm in a position, well, not really, but, you know, I sort of just works work. So, right. You know, if I've got to fix a motorbike, I'll do a motorbike. If yeah. If you know, a loader or a dump truck or a dozer, um, yeah, I sort of don't really turn away work and I try and give everything a crack. And um, and it, it, it's a good, um, what, fair, uh, variety. Yep, variety, yep. Uh, of, yep, so, yeah. Nice one. And... What sort of uh, equipment, like in your career, since you started working in heavy industry, what uh, sort of work were you doing and what sort of equipment have you worked on? Yeah, so I've sort of, the majority of my stuff has all been um, Caterpillar equipment. Um, I've sort of, it, it ranges from, yeah, little D6s or dozers um, to all your D11s, um, all your front end loaders, 950, 960s. Mm-hmm. Um, 992s, it's sort of, yeah, and um, a lot of truck stuff, a lot of Kenworth, Mac, um, mm-hmm. trailers, side tippers, pretty much everything. Yeah, um, right. You know, it's, um, yeah, the company that the, the companies that I have worked for, that sort of, um, the majority of that was all Kenworth, and, um, yeah. Are you there, mate? Um, you- 
Sorry, mate, you've just um, just lo lost you, mate. Hey. Das, can you can you hear me, mate? <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, okay. You just you just dropped out. I missed you. you I think last word I heard you say was um, cranes, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So um, the bits of bits and pieces on and everything. Yeah. Um, I was sort of I worked for a drilling company. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. For I worked for them for about a year and a half. Um, mm -hmm. And that was sort of all over Australia. Um, right. Working on mainly stream drill rigs. Um, they range from like a 130,000 to 200,000, um, like pulling pulling pounds. Um, right. And yeah, so that was sort of an interesting learning curve. Also, um, yeah. That drill rig industry is uh, is different. Yeah, right. Um, love hate relationship. Some people love it. Some people don't. Yeah. Um, so with that, with that, with that drilling work, be a little bit more reactive work. So you're fixing like things, and and there's a lot of more pressure on you. Or there was, mate. There yep. was a great deal of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was it was strange because you know I've sort of always been in the industry where you you got to fix it and maintain it and keep it running. Right. Um, when the drill rig industry was a little bit different, where we weren't allowed to sort of necessarily do anything to the machine while it was drilling. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, because if anything, you do it accidentally stuff anything up. Yep. It's a world of world of drama, mm -hmm. um, and it can go terribly wrong really quickly. Yep. So it was um, unless something does go wrong, and then you obviously got to fix it. Yep. But um, the majority of it was, you know, they they shut the machine down for a certain amount of time, and then they'd give you the opportunity to go through it and whatnot. Um, right. Some of the locations where we were drilling, we sort of had the very basics and that was it. Mm -hmm. um, we did a um, had to block off a monitoring bore for the South, South Australian government, and that was okay. um, pretty much in the middle of the Simpson Desert. Right. So we were about um, two hundred k's off the Birdsville track. Yeah. Um, on, on, a, on a road called the Rig Road. Um, yeah. Right. And to get in that to do that two hundred kilometres took us about two weeks to get in there. Wow. Um, with all the equipment. Holy so shit. that was that was um, that was a f fun experience. Right. It was um, very isolated. You're very limited on on everything. Yep. And so you just had to make do and, and do what you can to keep it going. And right. So on the, on those sort of jobs and gigs, you're sort of just sitting there with your fingers crossed the whole time, time are you? Hoping that shit yeah, doesn't right, go wrong. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. Um, a couple of times we had some issues when we had to get a plane to drop some to drop some stuff off or a oh, helicopter right. in there. Oh um, wow. Get, Parts and equipment, just because the, the the money I'm I'm assuming is, mm. you know, it, it, the longer you're down, the more money it costs. Of course. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it was good. It was a challenge. Um, I like being challenged. So. Yeah. Right. In general, um, like mining maintenance, would it be fair to say that most of your work is um sort of scheduled and um more like proactive? You sort of um not as much pressure. It's just yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, mate. Definitely. A lot of it's all scheduled work. Services, you sort of know when they're coming up. Yeah. Um, mainly everything's based on like a 250 hour um, on a service. So every 250 hours, you know, they, they count down with all your um, pre starts and that. So you sort of have a rough idea when everything's coming up and it's all scheduled in. Right. And you normally have a backup machine there and you switch it out while you're doing that um, scheduled service or repairs. Um, obviously, 
obviously in any, everything in our line of work and field, there's always the issue of breakdowns. Yeah. Um, and that, they can't be helped. You know, that of course. Happens. Yeah. You just do what you got to do to fix it and try and uh, the minimal downtime and, and whatnot. Yeah, right. I actually had a chat yesterday with a guy who um, he is a consultant to mining companies and basically what he does is um, help them optimise their, their schedules and, and improve everything. And what he was saying was one of the big issues is um, with the schedules like equipment being over-serviced. Did you, is that something you, you notice working in it? He was actually telling me that, um, like on certain sites, probably the, the biggest problem. It's not so much over servicing them because obviously it keeps them maintained. But he said uh, it causes complacency with the guys doing the work, and then it gets to a point where they they know that themselves because they know the equipment so well that it doesn't need to get done. And then sometimes they you know they just stop doing it, and then that's when the problems start. You know, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, sure, sure. Yep. Yeah, sort of different companies, different ways of thinking and handling things. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, mate, I saw on your Instagram a few weeks ago, I think it was, um, you'd hurt your leg. You had a bit of an incident there. You told me a little bit about that. So what, what happened there, mate? Um, in this in 
instance, or was hitting them with a sledgehammer and a, and a chunk of it um, had basically s- snapped off and mm-hmm. straight into my leg. Jesus. Um, at the time, I sort of thought I hit myself with a sledgehammer. Yep. And it slipped off and hit myself, but um, once I looked down and realised the, the amount of blood and everything, it was. Um, I thought, oh, you know, I've, I've done something pretty serious here. Yeah, um, right. So I sort of packed up my tools and packed the truck up and drove myself to the hospital and, and yeah. got there. And um, it took a few surgeons and whatnot to try and get it out. Yeah. Um, and it was about the size of a two dollar coin. Right. Um, so it, it it was where it was. It was sort of just below my right knee. Uh-huh. Um, so it was a very sort of tender spot for yep. putting weight on it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was sort of it's just only sort of starting to heal now. Yeah, is, right. Didn't you say you were saying that they had to they had to um have a good good crack at it, didn't they, to get it out? Yeah, or? mate. So they they all went through three different surgeons. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, you because know, I was in in emergency. Um, a few two different surgeons sort of had a go. Um, yeah. And they were quite worried because of where I was in the hospital. I wasn't in like an operating theatre or anything. Um, and by this time, I'd lost quite a bit of blood, and they were sort of at the time at the point where they were going to pull up and uh, put me into theatre the next day mm-hmm. and try and get it out um, and I had a young surgeon so he came in and I just sort of said mate I want to get it out do it do it do it needs, needs to be done to get it out yeah um, and I could hear I could hear all the surgeons um, they, they were trying to grab it and you could yep. hear the, the metal on the metal yeah right. but they just couldn't get a hold of it Sorry. and um, anyway this, this young guy he eventually got it pulled it out and yeah Yeah, so right. And it did, sort of showed how easy it can happen. You know, I've had it happen before with like cold chisels and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. With the arm and, you know, nine times out of ten, you just pull them out. Um, yeah, right. Jeez. But in this instance, it went straight through my jeans um, and straight into my leg. It was, Shit. you know, the shrapnel. You just think well, that could have been your face or could have been an eye or yeah, something sure. like that. It just shows how important that safety aspect is in that sort of industry and you just got to be careful. Shit, did that, did that uh, keep you out of work at all? Or? Um, it, I was back at work the next morning. I wanted to go back that night, but it was a bit too sore. So yeah, I thought right. I'd better go home and just rest it up for that night. Jeez. But um, no, back at work the next morning, mate. And yep. Slightly, it did slow me up a little bit over the next couple of days. Um, yep. But I still had work to do and jobs to get done and, you know, deadlines to meet. So you just sure. have to slowly keep Sure, yeah, well, that actually brings me to my next question, I suppose, the urgency to get back. So, um, do you want to tell us a bit about what you're doing right now? Um, yeah, so, um, I've sort of worked for, I've worked for a few different companies over the last couple of years. Um, I, I sort of um, got to one point and I wanted the next thing, I wanted a challenge, mm-hmm. um, and my eldest brother owned a building company in Alice Springs, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, going off him and being, and being one of my role models, I sort of thought, well, why don't I give it a shot and do my own thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I didn't really know what I was getting myself in for. Um, it was sort of just a bit of a winger, a bit of a risk. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I sort of, I, I started up a few years ago, actually, um, and did it for a good, good year, good uh, year and a half. Yeah. Um, and then sort of put on on hold a little bit. I sort of... Uh, had a girlfriend back in Adelaide and sort mm-hmm. of um, just had to sort of, I suppose, um, get your priorities right. Mm-hmm. And um, so I moved back to Adelaide for, for 
a couple of years, uh, you know, based more so back in Adelaide. Yep. Um, and it was only in, in last year that I thought, no, nah, um, I actually wanted, uh, you know, I missed it. I missed yeah, right. For yourself, the, re- the reward, the challenge. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, no, nah, I'll go back out and I'll um, do it again. Mm-hmm. So I sort of just um, renewed all my insurances and all that sort of stuff. And yep. Started working back for myself, and so I sort of um, worked in Northern Territory, South Australia. Um, the majority of my work is very isolated and remote, mm-hmm. um, but it sort of it, it poses its challenges. But at the yep. same time, you know, some of the places I get to see mm-hmm. is pretty spectacular. Yeah. Um, so it's um it's good. It's good. I, nice. I, I love the challenge of working for yourself. Yeah. Um, it's not just the doing the work. Um, it's the whole the bookkeeping side of things, the business side of things, learning different ways and how different people handle it and go about it. Sure, um, sure. And the different type of businesses. Um, I was talking to someone the other night and she owns a clothing clothing line mm-hmm. and just they're very similar mm-hmm. but different. Yeah, right. How they sort of handle stocks and, and different things like that. Yeah. Um, which is it's interesting, and I really enjoy that side of things. Sure. And that learning. So, right. what what um, what's some of the bigger challenges that you um, sort of had in the early stages of working for yourself? Um, obviously, you know, you talk to a lot of people, and, and they sort of said like money, like getting paid. Right, right. Um, and that is a huge, a huge thing. Um, mm. To you know, once you send the invoice out, you wait for that payment to come through. Um, and to chase it up, you know, I've never really been the one to talk about money or or to uh, conflict over money or whatnot. Sure. But, you know, when, once you're a bit, you work for yourself, and that's your that's your income. Yeah. I don't have another wage coming on the side. Yeah. You've sort you've sort of got to take it to the next level and and ring people and be like, look, mate, this is overdue. You need to pay it. You know, I've done the work. Yeah. So that's sort of a, that's one of the big challenges. Yeah. Um, and also trying to figure out how to do things by yourself. Right. Um, a lot of the locations I go, I am by myself. Uh-huh. Um, and I've got to tackle certain jobs which um, do pays and do, you know, has its um, issues and, and, and whatnot in regards to trying to lift things mm-hmm. um, and just figure out different ways of doing things. Yeah, right. Um, and so you- try not to put yourself at risk. Because yeah. a lot of these places are really isolated and I'm yeah. there by myself for a couple of days. So right, right. So you, you, you become pretty creative too, I suppose, when you have to be. Yep. Uh-huh. And you still, you'd still have a lot of, do you still have a lot of paperwork and stuff um, for your own self to cover yourself for insurance and stuff like that? Yeah, mate, all, all that sort of thing, insurances. Um, yep. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it, it's, it's a killer, yep. um, but you need it. You know, yeah, you sure. So yep. a, few, a few weeks ago, I was asked to subcontract it to a company, um, mm-hmm. and one of the main things was your income protection. Okay. Um, so I've struggled with this a few times now in, in the aspect of I'm a type 1 diabetic. Right. So I, I've tried to apply for income protection before, mm-hmm. and I've just denied, denied, denied. You're joking. Um, mainly because I am a type 1 diabetic. Yep. No, they sort of see it as if you had an issue at work or whatnot and they can relate it back to it, we don't want to cover you pretty much. Um, Shit. So I'm still actually going through the, the, the hassle of it now. Yeah, still right. trying to get it. Um, 
which is quite frustrating. Yep. Um, because I just want to have a crack. I just want to sure. have a go, and I just want to work. Yep. Um, I want to build a business and something that's respectable, yeah. respected. And um, yeah, when when things like that sort of hold you back, mm. it's 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 frustrating and annoying. Yeah, right. I can understand their side of side of it. Yep. But you know, at some point, they surely got to understand your side. Yeah, sure, so, definitely. You'd think that they would maybe you know incorporate some sort of um, like a um, go and do some some sort of um, health check or something, you know, it's just to see because yeah, it's yep. quite manageable, isn't it? Diabetes. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is definitely manageable. You know, there is its um, downside to it, and there's pros and well, not really major pros, but yep. mainly cons. But um, it is definitely manageable. Yeah, it's sure. A disease that is manageable. Um, yep. Or something that I never, I didn't choose to have or didn't, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want but yep. I'm stuck with it so I've just right. got to do the best I can with but it you're probably, um, you're probably a lot more aware though of, of your your own health and your body than other people because it's something you need to keep on to yeah mate I, yep. would, I would say so look I definitely don't manage it to probably the uh, where I, I could mm-hmm. um, 90% because I'm sort of so it's not really an excuse but it, it's because I, I work so much and right. I'm sort of there's a very fine line between um, yeah, with with a type one, um, with your injections and that, because I'll basically have to do the job on my pancreas, um, right. with a needle. Okay. And there's a very fine line with, with that workload and, and things that can um, basically affect it. Uh-huh. Um, stress, heat, weather. Sure. Um, workload. So I've got to be careful in that aspect. But, yeah. Um, it is a manageable disease. Um, there's a lot of people out there with it. Yep. Um, and it's getting pretty crazy now but yeah right has has that affected besides your insurance has that affected you um getting any jobs in the past at all or has it always been Um, pretty good no it's i've I've always sort of i've always been a bit reluctant to speak up about it and sort of tell my employer but Mm -hmm. i've always felt like it's a duty of care for me to to tell my employer um and i've only necessarily told told the people that sort of need to know of course um, yep Yep. Um, so I've never, I've never had an issue in oh. regards to it, um, yeah, yeah. which is good. Um, sure. My biggest thing was holding, like, I continued to hold my road train license. Right. Because um, I do a bit of driving every now and then. That yep, was my yep. biggest, my biggest um, hurdle to overcome was to continue, continue to hold that. Yeah. Because um, obviously you run the risk of um, having a low and obviously crashing or something mm. like that, mm-hmm. um, which is dangerous. But yep. um, there's sort of, yeah. And, and now I've sort of got onto a, a great specialist, and he's um, brilliant in, in that regard. And, okay. You know, as long as I'm sort of managing it to as as he sort of sees fit. Yep. Um, he's happy to continue signing that letter to say I keep holding my license. So oh, awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's great. So you do spend a lot of time on the road. I, I take it travelling between jobs and stuff. Um, yeah, mate. What? How do you keep yourself entertained when you're on the road? Music. 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 Yep. Um, Right. Um, and sort of, yeah, I do cover a fair few kilometres each week. Um, so you know, to and from jobs or from job to job, and yep. and um, and whatnot. Yep. Um, most of my travel from Alice to Adelaide is all done by plane, um, just because it's more it's, it's more affordable. I don't yeah. Know, is it twelve hours of driving? Right. Um, but yeah, most of it is um, thinking yep. time. Or yeah. Music. Sure. So 
you think of lots of, you, you think that, you think of a lot of things, you know, yep. how you can restructure something or how you can do something better. Yep. Um, and yeah, or yeah, I try and um, catch up, I suppose, cool family and friends. Yeah, right, that's a good one. Catch up with, with them when I'm driving, you know, because sure. you know, when I'm working, I can't necessarily do it. Yep. So I just chuck them on the hands free and, and chat with them when I have reception and oh, good one. do that. So, nice. Good. Yep. And um, being a contractor, what do you what do you enjoy most about it? What are the highlights for you? Um, the freedom. Right. Um, it, it, that, that's a huge part. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's very it's very hard, and you know, working for yourself, some days you're like, geez, I wish I could be employed by someone and knock off and yeah. not have a worry in the world. You know, you've got all that mixture stresses and mm. and whatnot. Um, but you do have that freedom aspect. Yeah, sure. You know, I can sort of structure weekends away or bands or concerts and that around my work um, yeah, yeah. and be like, well, if I want to take time off, I, I can. Um, mm. I don't always get that luxury. Um, sometimes, you know, just in any job works work and if it's there, you got to do it. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I can sort of structure it around the things that I like doing and, and, and whatnot. So most of the time, I do three or four weeks away at a time. Okay. Um, and then try and have a week or at least a weekend off. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've sort of had two, we're coming up two weeks off now and I'm sort of starting to go a little bit crazy. Yeah, so right. I'm hanging to get back to work and get back into it, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, as before I asked, I think, um, about your challenges at starting up the business, is there any other separate ones that are sort of more to do with um, ongoing, running the business or that you, you find? Um, or? Gotcha. You gotta, that, and that sort of, you got to sort of, I suppose that's where it becomes, I suppose, uh, professional in that aspect of allocating that money into a separate bank account. Right, right. For tax purposes. Sure. And, yeah, but um, challenges besides from that, nah, not really. Um, Just little things each day, day in, day out. Find, finding work, mate. Um, yep. I found it very difficult to find work down in South Australia. Okay. Um, Right. Throughout the Northern Territory, okay. um, and I've never really had to, had to advertise. I do do a bit of advertising on that on Facebook because um, it's a lot easier to say no to it than it is to find it. Right, um, right. So, but yeah, I found that sort of down South Australia trying to find the work is mm-hmm. um, is quite hard. Yeah. Because um, ideally, I'd like to be based a bit more down in Adelaide and home um, every yeah. night, which would be nice. But sure. Um, Take, take the good with the bad and, and while I've got the work there, will I keep doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think um, you just made me think about something. I, um, even people working in mining, like for, for a contractor or, you know, for an employer um, and mining, I think it's a lot of people think that they'll, their, all their money issues will be solved just getting one of these jobs in mining and, 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 you know, making extra cash. But I think the probably more to the point is you, 
if you if you can't manage your cash and, and you don't, you can't save money just on a normal wage like in in town and stuff it's not going to change all you're doing is scaling up the the model of how much cash you're wasting really isn't it so um i think yeah money management Yeah. I think the more you earn, and like everyone says, the more you earn, the more you spend. Right. Um, yeah. Sure. Which I can understand that, and you know, a lot more people that have these sort of work, work in mining and that. I suppose mm-hmm. have a few more toys and yep. and whatnot. Um, and I know sort of even my dad, he he worked out in the mine for oh, about 13, 13 years. Yep. And um, coming back to a normal job and normal life and a normal wage, mm-hmm. um, I think he found quite difficult and challenging. But yeah. Right. Yes. It, it can be done. Um, yep. And there are a lot of people that do it, obviously. Yes, so it's, sure. It's, it's about managing that money and spending yeah. it wisely and correctly. And, exactly. And, um, yep. So. And uh, starting up as a contractor, did you, do you have to keep a lot of um, like equipment yourself? Like, was there a lot of stuff outlay at the beginning and, and ongoing? Is it like. Yeah, sure. How much sure. do you carry on board? How much, what do you, what do you actually have? Because mm-hmm. all my work is mobile, mm-hmm. I can only carry a certain amount of tools and equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, same with stock. Um, but I sort of, like I was saying before, I sort of winged it a little bit where mm-hmm. I had the sort of all my tools and whatnot, like your basic stuff, um, and then sort of just started. And as I've sort of continued on, I've sort of built that up and, yep. and bought it bruck and, and things like that. Nice. Um, yeah. But it's definitely doable just uh, with the basics, I suppose. Sure, um, sure, yeah. And all that bigger stuff, you know, I've had a lot of help while working for myself mm-hmm. um, through other bigger companies, sort of, you know, I, I suppose I've kept on the right side of them and helped them out when they've needed it and they've helped me out in return with with jacks and, and, and 100 tonne um, yeah, ton jacks and stands and things like that Right. for doing the bigger jobs, which is, which is good and sort of, yeah. sort of Help me out a lot because mm-hmm. I couldn't sort of. It, you may need it once a year. You may need it once every two years. Yeah, okay. You know, and, and to outlay that in thousands of dollars for one job, it doesn't really make it viable. Right. Um, yeah. So I've sort of borrowed bits and pieces, and, and um, yeah, and that's Do- sort of where Alice has been great in that aspect of everyone. You know, you get along, get gets along with each other um, in that industry. So yeah, you sort of stay friends with them, and 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 they don't mind to help you out. And vice versa, you know, you help them out where you can if you can. And sure. You can, so. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mate, did I see on your Instagram um, that you spent you spend a, um, some nights in your swag? Do you carry your swag some from time to time? Or? Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. So I pretty much take my swag to every single job. Right. Um, I carry it on board because I'd much rather have that to sleep in than nothing. Yeah, sure. Um, sometimes you promised accommodation and and or whatnot and you get yeah. there or and it's not really ideal or there's right. no accommodation or whatnot so I'd rather have my swag there sure um, even just even just to pull up on the side of the road and have a sleep yeah um, at least you get a decent sleep and yep and um, so I just carry that I think it's it's better to have it than not yeah so sure roll out and use it when need be and, yep and yeah. do you stay in camps as well yes. uh, mining camps and that yep yep so Yep. Um, sort of just out past Ayers Rock and mm-hmm. 
or six, yeah, five, six months, and we had a camp out there, and and sort of um, that was really nice, sort of mm. aircon, air conditioned rooms and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so that sort of that was that was good in that aspect. Aspect mm-hmm. um, camping in your swag for that amount of time, I don't know how that would go. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was good. It was um, yeah, yeah most nice. of those sort of mining or civil civil companies they do provide accommodation and yep. and their camps are. Yeah, they came to pretty good, pretty reasonable. Not, yeah, there's a cook there, and um, yeah, sure, nice. And yeah, everything. So, yeah. what um, what if there's one piece of advice you'd give to someone who wanted to start up their own um, small like contracting business in any any um field like working in heavy industry, mining, or all over? What what would it be? Yep. Um, and I've always told myself that if I fail, well, at least I, at least I tried. Yeah, sure. You know, there's no sort of, you know, of um, if I fail, well, I can always go back working with someone. Mm. Um, and at least I gave it a shot. Um, yep. So that's sort of how I. Some days I'm there like shit. You know, I can't. You know, there's a lot going on and whatnot, mm. but mm-hmm. I'll work through it. And um, at least I know that I'm I'm, I'm there and I'm working and. Yep. And, um, Yeah, sure. Um, but just yeah, I'll, 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 I wouldn't really. Um, a lot of people, you know, they want X amount of money in the bank before they go and do it, and, yep. and things like that. Which I didn't. I didn't necessarily have a, a great deal of money in the bank when mm-hmm. I went to do it. I just um, I knew I can work, so yeah. I just use what I could and had my own vehicle and sort of set that up and just worked out of that and went from there and slowly built it up and yep. yeah, yeah, so, nice. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that, mate. Uh, so there was a post that I saw on your Instagram that you put up, uh, might have been earlier in the year or late last year, just to, um, about uh, speaking out and speaking up. Do you want to tell us a bit about that and also um, the feedback you got from it as well? Yeah, so look, I was driving back from a job, um, it would have been a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and um, I did a, bit of a, did a bit of a post in regards to mental health and men's mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, Yep. years ago, I think it was created on Facebook, um, and I've always heard about sort of Beyond Blue and all those other organisations you know, sure. to support men, like mental health and that, yep. but this sort of, this page, um, page wholly and solely for blokes, um, yep. and the amount of you know, talk on there in regards to mental health and, and whatnot sort of really stood out. Mm. What would be an example of um, of something you see on you, you'd read on there or something that stood I've, out to you? I've seen the posts on there about guys sort of talking about how they're, they're really struggling uh-huh. and um, really don't know what to do. Yep. Um, and in some aspects, uh, some aspects, yep. um, you know, there would be thousands and thousands of comments on there of other mm. people sort of just saying, "Look." Where, you know, talk about it. We can all, all sort of help you out where we can. Sure. Um, and 
you know, some people they'll post it again in a few days and saying like, thank you, I really appreciate it. Yeah, wow. And some other in sort of the more status stories, you'll, you'll get friends of theirs posting and saying, look, he ended up, um, yeah, passing away a few days ago or whatnot. Oh, wow. That's um, heavy. Which that sort of, it's, it's obviously very sad. Sure, um, sure. And it's sort of, you know, I've sort of, it's, um, I've had my sort of rough, rough trot over the last, you know, a couple of years with the relationships and whatnot, uh-huh. and breakups, and yep. and um, you know, I've sort of learned to. It's a lot easier, you know, to talk about it. Yep. Um, I've got sure. really good friends and family, and and that just support me and help me. Um, and talking about it does wonders. Sure, and, sure. Um, it really does. It sort of it, it lightens a load and, and yep. whatnot. Um, and this was the this was the post that you actually um, put up, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's actually, the post I did up on there. Um, mm. I wasn't looking for any. Validation. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't looking for any sympathy out of it. And anything yep. like that. It was just a post that I sort of wanted to put up. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, if, if if I could help one person out of it, well, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah, um, sure. I probably had two to three hundred messages. Yeah, from, right. Um, from all over Australia. Wow. Um, saying like, well done, you know, like. Yeah, you know, fantastic. You know, people sort of asking about my opinion on certain things and how. Yeah. How that I'd handle it, sure. And whatnot, and um, yeah, which was a sh- phenomenal response. Sure, yeah, I never, I never expected that. Yeah. Um, I think that when I saw it, mate, um, I think the thing that stood out to me was just it was, it was clearly like very authentic. You know, there was um, there's no bullshit. It was clear and it was straight to the point. It wasn't like yeah, yeah that's what I think. Um, yeah, really stood out to me. So yeah, good on you for doing yeah, that. Like, yeah, and that's that's. Aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm definitely not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my faults, um, but I believe I'm a good person. And um, yeah, I suppose a lot of people, when they go through a relationship breakup, they think sort of the world's over. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what to do. Yep. Um, and all of us, I suppose, in some aspect, have been there and done that and mm. felt that, you know, that, that sense of loneliness and, sure. and whatnot. But there's there's always someone out there who will listen or, you know, and just, just hang in there and, um, yeah, the right person will come around. Yeah, sure, exactly. That's right, exactly. Yeah, I've actually, so, I've done that before. I think I, I googled how many how many um, women are in the world and I think it was 1.6 billion. So I think, yeah, there's plenty more opportunities there. There's plenty more, that's No, that's right. That's good, man. That's really good. Um. Now, mate, when you're feeling overwhelmed or down, um, aside from what, what you spoke about before, like speaking to others and s- such, um, what are some of the ways that you use to cope or, or um, get yourself well, back on track? I sort of, probably not the most, the best way, but I sort mm-hmm. of just work. Right. I like to get in work and keep mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sitting around and, and, and whatnot, um, you can sort of go, go insane. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I do anyway. Yep. Um, Mm-hmm. And think about it too much. So yep. I sort of like to keep busy. Um, if not, I like to get out on my bike. I've got a couple of dirt bikes. Yep. Um, get out on them and go for a bit of ride, clear the head. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just it's sort of a, bit, a sense of freedom. You know, on a bike, you're 100% in control. Yep. Um, and yeah, so that's sort of that. Um, I sort of took some time off over Christmas to sort of just hang out and. And relax, and I've got probably three weeks into it. No, three days into it. Sorry. Yeah. 
and I was going mad. I couldn't. Yeah, right. I was over, over sitting around doing nothing. So mm-hmm. I sort of rang up a friend and we went and cut a bit of hay for the drought. Um, oh, nice. From sort of down near um, oh, where we were, Horsham in Victoria. Okay. Um, sort of up to um, Free Warren or up near the New South Wales Queensland border. Yeah. Um, and that was that was brilliant. That was sort yeah, of right. helping out in some aspects, but uh-huh. it gave me something to do. Yeah. I don't think I could sit in the truck full time in that, you know, doing that. Mm. But um, it was great for the sort of three three weeks I did it. Yep. Um, and I enjoyed it and sort of kept, kept my mind at bay and and yeah, so it was sort of just something for me to do. And then yep. Once I finished that, I went back to my normal job and yeah. Oh so wow! Yeah, that's really good. Just keeping busy, I think, is is the main thing. Not sure. Just sitting around and, and focusing on too much. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. You... Any, anyone there. Definitely, yeah. You, that's very true. I think, um, yeah. There's a lot to be said for, for um, wh- when you're working. I mean, if, when you're in that state, obviously you, you sort of still need to be in a reasonable mind state. But I think when you're when you're working on the job, it's it is a, a form of mindfulness in itself, I suppose, because you're you know you're focused, you're being present. Um, can, like as long as you're you're thinking about the job, yeah. I suppose if you can sort of obviously there is that safety aspect. Yep. Well, that, that, that plays its own part, and mm. you really got to think whether you should be there or not. Yep. Um, where I tend to think that I can separate myself. Sure. And focus on focus on the work and what needs to be done. Sure. And um, obviously, it's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still in the back of your mind. Yeah. But you just got to realise that you've got work to do and a job to be done, and yeah, get, and get it sorted. Definitely. Right. Oh, that's that's good, mate. Cheers for sharing that. Um, right. Now, just a final question, to ask. So. Um, knowing what you know now about work, life, and business, what's one piece of advice you'd give to a, a younger Darcy or a, or a high school student? Um, find something and find a career that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. that you enjoy doing. Yep. It's not just about the money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you, you wake up each morning um, or find something that you want to wake up each morning and you'll be excited to go and do. Yeah. Um, every job has their pros and their cons, whether mm-hmm. you're a plumber, a electrician, a builder, a hairdresser, or a gigs mechanic. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's something that what I'm doing now, I generally love doing. Um, you know, people are like, don't you get sick of being dirty all the time or crawling around in the dirt mm-hmm. day every day? And you, you do. Um, but at the end of the day, I look back and I think, well, you know, my life's pretty, pretty great. You know, I've got a job that I love. I've sort of I've got everything I need. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but it's just about finding something that you enjoy doing. If mm-hmm. you don't enjoy doing it, well, why do it? Sure. You know, life, life's pretty short. Um, yeah. And you just live life to the fullest. Yeah. Um, sure. Whether that's work, you know, it's something you spend the majority of your time doing. Mm-hmm. So you, you may as well enjoy it while you do it. Sure. Yeah, that's, nice. You know, whether that's in a mining lifestyle or. An eight to five job in, in the city or yeah. whatnot. You know, the, the money isn't everything. It does help, but it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily make you more happy or yeah, exactly. Or so, yeah, you can't yeah, can't buy your friends or family. Yep. Do something you love doing. Find nice. something you love doing. Yeah. Awesome, man. Cheers for that. Um, mate, that's all the questions I've got. Um, is there anything that we didn't cover, or is there any things you'd like to share before we um, wind it up, mate? Yep. Um, you know, I think um, what you guys are doing is a terrific 
thing. Um, oh, thanks, man. You know, getting out and talking to people in the, who's doing it firsthand. Yep. Um, sharing their stories because everyone's story is different. Everyone sure. has a story. Yes, um, that's right. You know, no one's perfect and, and each, and, each and every one of us live a different life and in a different way. Um, so I think, you know, what you guys are creating and, and building and, and um, is a terrific thing. So congratulations. Thanks, well mate. Yeah, I appreciate that. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I definitely look forward to seeing more posts in the future and, and yep. um, whatnot and, you know, it's anything I can do to help out or promote or whatever, mate, I'm just sing out. And, sure, you know, sure. I had a young fellow message me off, um, actually, from, from that, that a post I did a few months ago. Okay. You know, he said, I'm phenomenal. Like, you know, I really admire your story and mm-hmm. whatnot, what you've shared. And, yep. um, yeah, he's sort of, he, he's a young fellow. I actually did another post on him a few weeks ago. He's, yep. he's a young fellow with a bit, a bit of a illness, or he's a disease, actually. And he's, mm-hmm. he's, um, uh, quite blind, um, and there's no sort of cure for it or whatnot. But he's gone out and created a brand in a, in a very similar thing in, in regards to the mental health and creating yeah. awareness and and whatnot. And change, trying to change the stigma and mm-hmm. the stereotype around mental health and um, and illnesses and, and whatnot. And, right. Um, yeah, and he's sort of doing a terrific job also. And yeah, nice. you've got to take your hat off to those sorts of people. Sure. What's his um, What's his brand name, mate? Just if um, anyone. It, it's, it's called the Shaka Project. The, sh- um, the Shaka project, yeah. Sort of yep. brand he's, he's, he's created, mm-hmm. um, or Matt DeGrucci's vision, MDV. Okay. Um, and I've done a few posts and tagged him in a few of my bits and pieces on Instagram. Nice. But definitely, you know, jump on. Yeah, sure. Know, Check like it out. Whatever, you know, he's, he's sort of, uh, partially of all his, um, obviously of his, what he's selling, you know. Um, yeah income or whatever is going to charities and, nice. and whatnot so he's you know it's going to a good cause and oh, he's just awesome. trying to create create something and but you know anyone out there having a go it's um sure you know, i take my hat off to him you know sure. they're doing a great job and yeah and um social media is a great way to advertise yeah you know, it is the way of the future and everyone's doing it so yep. yeah definitely no it's but, it's um definitely i'm sure it's <clears throat> changing a lot of like stigma and stuff like you say and um yeah, people are starting to talk, speak out about things now, and um, it's giving yeah. people power, isn't it? A lot, a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's no need to be ashamed. Of course. Uh, yep. We've all got all got our faults. Mm. Embrace them. Exactly. So. All right. No worries, Das. Well, um, yeah. Thanks again for that, mate. I really appreciate your time. Um, it's been really good and very, very valuable. I'm sure a lot of people will get a lot out of that. So, um, yeah. yeah thanks again. Yeah. Sure. Uh, mate, um, just before we go, so people will find you on Instagram and it's, um, was it DPS, Diesel? Uh, diesel Powered Services. Right. That's my business Instagram. Gotcha. Or uh, D-W-Pagey. D-W-Pagey. So D-W-P-A-G-E-Y. Got ya. Um, that's my personal Instagram. Yep. Um, I do love a good selfie, so don't mind them. But, yep. Um, get on, like me. Cool. Whatever. And you're, you're happy for people to reach out to you um, and send you any messages? Yeah, definitely, yep. Definitely. Cool. Send me a message. I'll try to do my best to reply to everyone. Awesome. Um, obviously, I'm quite busy with work and, and whatnot, but um, yep. by all means, send me a message and go from there. Cool. And um, cheers, mate. And um, for us, yeah, we're on Instagram, um, Facebook, YouTube. Give us a subscribe or a like uh, if you yeah. see us, um, Spotify and, and iTunes now as well. So, um, yeah, Definitely. check us out. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks again, Das. Um, I'll, uh, I'll chat to you later, mate. No worries, I appreciate it. All right, cheers, mate. See you, mate. See ya.
Hey, uh, hey, Das, just before. Oh. Mm-hmm. 